All right, everybody. Welcome back to Thursday's In the Hole by Better Than Vegas. I'm Blackjack. That's Kyle, Brian, and this guy down here, I think, played basketball? Water polo. Water polo. College ball. It was college like ball. Polo guy. College star. College star, Jonathan Papelbon. There we go. That's you guys, right. I'm missing my World Series trophy. Sorry about that. I'm getting, mm. getting her polished up, man. We've had a few parties with her now. It's time to get her clean. You know what I mean? You've, you've had a few parties with the World Series trophy. What does that entail? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I mean, we got to let the trophy celebrate too. You know what I mean? So we got to give her a few Bud Lights and a little bit of Jaeger, you know. Okay. Okay. But, the, but, but you know, now I got to get her cleaned back up. So. All right. What happens, I'll, if I'll, we put a, what happens if we put a black light on that World Series trophy? What, what, are, we, what are we looking at if we put a black light on it? Um, right now, <laughs> absolutely nothing. <It's> <laughs> But before that, I don't know, man. My buddies will come over here and they'll 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 carry it like a football, and it gets a little right, wild. I, I expect to be invited to one of these parties. That's all. I'm yes. Saying. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, let's let's get into this because again, I feel like every week now there's just some ridiculous story that pops up right in time for this show, and uh, this week it's Madison Bumgarner just going ape shit on an umpire yesterday in Miami after getting what looked like a very nice finger massage. Um, here's, here's the video of what happened. And away you go. All right, contrast that to this. Look at... That was never a look down. Look at Bellino's hands, though. He's like massaging Yeah, he never, looked, he never looked down at his hands. No. Adrian Johnson, the crew chief, is at third. He just checked the hands, made eye contact, you're good, and let him know. Bellino at first base never even looked down at his hands. He made eye contact. He was just watching the whole time, kind of baiting Mad Bum. And and the, and the weird massaging of the hand. It was it was. I mean, excessive is is about yeah. the only word that comes and, and, to me. And it was a little longer than normal. Just kind of waiting. It was out question longer. Just than waiting, 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 waiting for him to snap. All right. So. All right, so, Pap, obviously we're going to start with you here. Now, they weren't doing this kind of stuff when you were pitching, right? They weren't checking your hands regularly. Thank God. Well, Thank how God. would you have responded to the <laughs> first base umpire calling you over after a half inning and giving you a nice little finger massage? Well, you know, like for me, you know, I know we're having women come into our sport. I know oh. we're having a, a you know e – e mm -hmm. It, there's a lot of things happen to internationally. Uh, you know, you have all the, you know, transgender black lives matter. We're, we're in a different movement here in, in our, in our world. And yep. so, I, you know, I'm starting to wonder here, are the umpires starting to kind of, you know, fall into that trend? I mean, because to me, I would have, I, I would have said to him, man, you're, I feel like you're coming on to me right now. Sexually. Like, yeah, like this was this was almost like you know how like if you're at a bar or something and and, and someone comes up and touches you in a little kind of a funny way, you're uh -huh. like, dude, what the fuck, man, get off of me, mm -hmm. right? Yep. This is exactly what happened here, and uh, it's total bait. It, it, I, I I like to refer to this as you know bringing a bottle of booze into AA. You know what I mean? You, you're baiting them up here. I mean, what what you're massaging the guy's fingers, gazing into his eyes, and he's asking you to stop. I, I don't get this. I really don't. I think this umpire 
needs to be reevaluated and possibly sent down to the minor leagues. You know, I have to get it because I did not consider the sexual component to this. No. Can I say I was terrified when that when he first started? Like, oh shit, is this, is this one going off of YouTube? We're gonna have to delete it from YouTube right now. No, but that's a <laughs> no, great no, no. I mean, no, no. I'm just trying to say that yeah. it's the same thing as man. Like, especially you're talking about grown ass men here mm-hmm. who are dads who are grown men, and you start rubbing mm-hmm. me like that, man. Like, and look you at know, you in your eyes. I, I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm all, I'm all for checking me. But this was a bait. I mean, aggressive. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Pap, on this. Except, like, so here, here's a little more backstory to it. Like, and this is this is what bothers me about it. Um, first and foremost, the the beef was between the home plate umpire and Bumgarner because he balled a couple close pitches in the first inning. Bumgarner gave it a run. close so, Yeah. Like, I don't blame the umpire. Like, I think the umpire actually got them right. It was just, it was close, and I get it. The first base umpire then interjects himself into something that doesn't concern him, which is, like, what pisses me off, first of all. The whole rubbing the hand... The whole rubbing the hand and, and looking into his eyes, he just was waiting for that moment when Bumgarner realized this is weird, looks up to see what's going on, so he can kind of impose his dominance. That shit's I'm not going right to with Bumgarner. No, I'll tell you right now, too, that umpire, he was not going to stop massaging his Until Bumgarner said something. Exactly. Okay, yeah. well, I'm kind, of a, I'm kind of a sick fuck. I love women, right? But there's no further flattery than a man coming and hitting on you. That's how you know you really got it going on. You're like, that's not what he was doing. The ladies want me, and the dudes want me. Let's do this. Inject him. But again, if I'm the home plate umpire, and Pep, you've been around these 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 umpire crews. I mean, a lot of them have been around since before you were even playing. Like, I I know I know some college guys that do some big time college ball that I've grown up with. And, like, I know my buddies would take offense if they were the home plate umpire and the first base umpire got himself in the middle of my thing with the pitcher and ejected. That's where – I'd have been like, correct. what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah, see, Culpa needed to step in right there and say, hey, you know, what's going on here? And the, the original umpire, who was the crew chief, could have said, hey, look, that's enough. We're good to go. He could have de-escalated the situation too. Yeah. Um. But here's the deal, man. Your buddies, I don't know them very well, but every umpire has an ego. Every oh, yeah. umpire, absolutely. Yes, and and they're all human. But to me, you cross the line of making me feel uncomfortable. Yes. And now we got a whole nother issue on our hands, man. And to me. If that guy's sitting there rubbing my hands like that, I'm going to give him a countdown. I'm going to say, you ready? Five, four. I'm going to punch you in the face. Three, two. <laughs> it's coming. One. Yeah. No, and, and I agree. And and I agree with the umpire ego thing as well. And, like, that's that's what I'm talking about. But, but I think the home plate umpire, I mean, he saw the way Bumgarner's actions were on the mound. He knew Bumgarner was not happy with the two balls that he balled. But he was fine with it. You know, Bumgarner gets away with a little more. Had Bumgarner come out in the second inning, then he he may have said something to Bumgarner like, hey, you need to chill out. But that's between them. Has nothing to do with the first base umpire. He should have stayed his ass at first base, checked the dude's hand, and been fucking done with it. I mean, this yeah, is the problem with these umpires. Major League Baseball's got an umpire problem, Pat. And it starts at the top with 
Angel Hernandez, C.B. Buckner, and Laz Diaz. They got, they got Joe West is gone. Yeah, no, but, no, I mean, this careful. shit's got to stop. Right you. Be careful. Be very legit. Yeah, he, he's another one of those. You know, he Joe West would have done the same thing. Joe West has tried to bait me before, and I've actually said, Joe, you ain't got me right now, dude. You ain't going to bait me, you yeah. know? Really? And so, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they all do. They all do. And, you know, here's my – the best part about it was, was Baumgartner's interview after the game. He said, man, look, I ain't got to say nothing. I've seen the replay. You've seen the replay? Check out the replay. It tells it all, you know? Well, he did say this. <laughs> I said, want to play little piggy, go down to the fucking miners where the kids are. I love it, man. Man, I've always loved me some mad bomb, dude. He, you know, he's one of my South of the Mason Dixon line boys. Uh, I I love it, man. It it was a perfect response. And now everything comes off of Madison is completely on the umpire. And hopefully they send his ass back down the minor leagues with, I think Madison Bumgarner kind of is reiterating what I just said about going to the minors. I mean, listen, it's yeah. one thing to do this to, to anybody. This guy's a 14-year veteran. He's got three World Series rings. I mean, really? Wrong dude. Really? Wrong, dude. I mean, Wrong dude. Wrong dude. Blackjack, we've, we've talked about this before, baseball and being unlike any sport where somebody can say something to you, you not like it, and you just toss out the, the, the best player in the game. The sensitive officials but, of any sport. Watch an NBA like, game and look at how these players complain every time up and down the floor. If it was a baseball game, they'd all be ejected. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, and saying that, so, so again – these families have come to watch this game, presumably to see guys like Madison Bumgarner pitch on the mound, not to see the first base umpire decide to make it about himself and chuck him after one for absolutely Yeah, he ruined nothing. the game. He ruined the game. And, yeah, and, and so, I mean, Major League Baseball at some point has to step in and go, guys, I, I whatever that guy's name was, Dan, whatever his shithead. Joe Torrey will step in on this, trust me. They need to step in and be like, dude, nobody's here to watch your ass fondle somebody's hand, debate them into throwing them out of the game. They're here to watch the stars play. So you do that shit again, and you're back to the minors. Hey, look, I can guarantee you what time is it right now in New York? 12? Well, it might have been about 10. MLB meetings are at like 10 and 11 in New York. And I guarantee you he might be just finished getting out of this umpire's meeting with Joe Torrey, and he's sitting there saying, man, I fucked up. And he might very well might be going to a minor league stint, but I guarantee you he's gotten he's in a meeting just about right now. Well, good, he should be, which leads us to the well. First, I just want to point out you mentioned Joe West baited you. Joe West has a podcast now of all things in the world. People, mm. I can't imagine anybody wants to listen to it, but he has one. And uh, can you get me on his show, and I can just go and and, and yell at him back and forth? No, nah, he'll he'll wind up suing you. He's very litigious. Um, oh really? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, I know that. Um, yeah. He, that, uh, he, he got about, a law degree too, or something, right? No, no. He just likes to sue people. He just yeah. Likes, he, he really. Well, you know, I, I got a funny Joe West story. You know, he's the the you know bootleg country singer, or yep. he thinks he's a country singer, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, me and him had so many problems. I remember uh, coming out to one of his songs. I ran out into the field of one of his <laughs> terrible country songs, right? And he was the home plate umpire. I go and get the ball, and he's like, you testing me? You testing me already? I said, Joe, it's your song, man. I love it. I'm trying to get us pumped up. He was pissed. 
I absolutely. <laughs> How like shitty it. do you have to know you are? You're pissed off that you're uh, getting free PR. You're you're you know yeah. playing through. You know it's a baseball game, so about eleven people are hearing the song, and uh, you know. <laughs> like, people show up. In yeah, people show up in Boston. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious, Pat. That's that's phenomenal. That's good that, shit, right? There. That yeah. is the kind of pettiness that I am here for. Yeah, I I, I mean I'm, I love it, man. You want to play the game? I'll play it with you. Yeah. So Joe's got a podcast, and I believe it was last week or maybe the week before. Uh, he was talking about you remember the game where Angel Hernandez was awful. I think it was a Mets Phillies game. Yeah. Uh, Joe West said that Joe West said that he had Angel Hernandez graded at like a ninety six for that game. So of course he did. Yeah. Really well, they say our eyes that were wrong. What, right. What's what's hilarious about that is in saying that he said Major League Baseball grades these guys and gives them two inches off every, off each corner as air. That's twenty one inches of plate instead of seventeen. Yeah. Like that's a problem, guys. Well, Brian, Brian, you made a very good point there, and, and how they get judged. Okay, so umpires are not judged on the balls that they call strikes. They're judged on the strikes that they call balls if that yes. makes sense mm -hmm. so there's no mm -hmm. repercussion for a a, a a ball that you're called a strike it's a it's a no and so they they have so much leeway in there man That's and, and again like uh there was an earlier incident in the week uh jp crawford was hitting and cb buckner who's a notorious terrible home plate umpire as well uh, called one that was about six and a half inches on the outside, and and JP got a little pissed, and you know you can hear him. He's like, "Yo, he's like CB, come on, man, that's way out, that's terrible." And like CB let it go, like CB didn't even acknowledge it because he knew he was wrong. Yeah, and JP was smart and said, "Well, that was terrible, not your terrible, which your terrible probably right. got him run." Either way. Again, they're the most sensitive breed of official in mm -hmm. any. Sport. I couldn't believe it the other day when Chad was behind home plate and he missed one with Bassett. Y'all remember yeah. that? Yeah. And he said, "My bad." Yeah. I yeah. Was shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. They never, never see that. Never, never see that. It goes a long way, man. It goes a long way to just yeah, admitting no you screwed up. Yeah. And, and Pep, when you're saying that now, I know there's been a time in your career because even in my much smaller you know, college level career, I've heard umpires come up to pitchers and be like, Hey man, look, I blew one. That's on me. I won't blow another one. My bad. And usually that diffuses everything. And that makes it so much simpler. And you know, like we I all make mistakes. In, we know it. Of course. Of course. Well, I right. came in the league where it was, we, it was called quest, you know, the little square zone. Yeah. That, and so then umpires started getting judged. And I mean, I, I tell you what, you saw the, the strike zone shrink about eight inches. <laughs> well, yeah, so, they couldn't have Eric Gregg out there calling. Well, let me the... ask you, Pap, you know, this is, this is a problem at this point. It's been a problem for a long time, but with social media and people being outraged about everything today, this is literally like a daily thing now on Twitter. It's every day there's another umpire problem. And, and I guess think the what? Players, the players are more frustrated by it than ever before, I think. And, and guess what? As this continues, more money is going to be dumped into getting the right technology and eventually the right robots and the one umpire that if the bench is clear can maybe help defuse the situation with security. And that's where we're going. And the umpires are only helping that situation right now. Yeah, I mean, they are to blame for it. I mean, you're creating a scenario where 
you want to be treated like you're perfect and you're clearly not. I, I don't know who they have to point get the to balls them. right, get the umpires right, and let's go. Well, okay. and the thing That's is, too, the again, ball. The ball. we know yeah. all these umpires' names that are terrible. The good ones never get any credit. We don't even know their names. Like, I was watching the uh, Yankees That's game. That's what it should be, Brian. Nobody exactly. No, I agree. You should never know who they know are. The Yankees, no. the Yankees Blue Jays game the other night, I called you, and I, I was like, whoever this is behind the plate for this game is phenomenal. He has gotten, like, every close pitch right. Nobody's complaining. It, this is perfect. And then, you know, I flip over to another game and CB Buckner's calling shit that's not even in the damn picture strike. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's ridiculous. And Pat, you mentioned the ball. I mean, again, why is baseball the only sport where this is a conversation? Nobody talks about a basketball or football being different every year. Eh, like, too much room for error. It, yeah. What are we? What are? What is going on here? There was just the headline on ESPN yesterday was how runs are down this year, like enormously across baseball. Yeah. Home and runs. Yeah. About the ball's dead. The ball's dead. First of all, let me ask you: What does it mean when people say the ball is juiced or it's dead? What is different about? It? Okay. All right. A juiced ball. When you pick up a juiced ball, the leather is thinner. The seams are wrapped 10 times tighter. The seams aren't as elevated. You have a smaller ball, essentially. The ones that they have in the humidors that they would keep dry. Well, now all the parks have them. And there's no consistency with these humidors. There's no regulations with these humidors. It's just each team tries to figure it out on their own. There's no... um, like the the umpires, the umpires should check every single ball before every game. And now can they tell? Nah, probably not. But there's no consistency with it right now. And there is a difference. Okay. But I used to know if I picked up a ball, I said, man, this one's wound tighter. And the balls were different when I played. Every ball I picked up was different. But I knew, oh, man, I got a real tight one. I'm going to take this four seamer and I'm going to throw it up the upshoot. Or if I got a ball with a cut in it, or I got a ball scuffed up, or I got a wet ball, you get sinkers. You're getting off speed. Pitchers don't know how to use the balls that they're, you know, handed. I guess I I really don't know. It baffles me though. That do you think baseball changing these balls because they own the company that makes them? Do you think that they're intentionally changing the balls? No, I think they don't have consistency on the humidors. I don't think they have consistency on where where and how they are producing these balls. And so I think there needs to be someone step in, like Major League Baseball um, and the umpires, and say, you know what, we're going to use one ball. We can make it a little bit. We can there's – there's sprays that you can spray on baseball to keep them glossier, to keep them a little bit tackier, get rid of all the tacky stuff, and – you know, it's, 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 it's so hard because, I mean, nowadays you throw a ball down a second, it gets scuffed up, it's done. You know, I yeah. think the average lifetime of a baseball is like one and a half pitches. So, Well, that's because pitchers like you, I mean, you get a scuffed baseball and it's like Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, God. Look, you know what I used to tell Pedroia? I used to say, hey, look, because he used to have all his pine tar in his belt. When, you, when I strike somebody out and you throw it around the horn, you get that ball and you swipe it on your – pine tar your leg and you throw it around the horn you give me that ball all that pine tar on it baby 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> And it's funny. Too, uh, maybe, should, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but that's okay. No, do you now? Statute of limitations. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, because if, if they make that pill where you feel like you're 25 again and you try to come back, you might have a problem. I always oh, yeah. got a kick. Yeah. I always got a kick out of my like uh, elite high school players that you know would play in our summer program. Uh, we we had a pitcher who was kind of from the middle of nowhere and never been taught anything, and he threw a ball that that scuffed into the ground, got by the catcher, and hit the brick wall behind him. And when it comes back to him, it's scuffed all to hell. And he looks at the umpires like, "Give me a new ball." I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? You want that one, you idiot?" <laughs> It's yeah. hard to imagine baseball making balls dead on three. You would think they would want more runs. That's what people want. Uh, that's why I never understood the steroid thing. Why are there black balls? I'm like, all for that. We, we need steroids. We need as many steroids as possible. Angel I'm Hernandez should be, the balls. should be shoving that into every player's ass before every at-bat. Just walk up and let's go. Every at bat, <laughs> it should be a requirement. There's a requirement the bat, to play the bat boy just standing there giving injections. Yes, like, yes. Like you it. are going to do drugs or get the fuck out of our league. End of story. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. man, <laughs> so there's, there's that take as well. <laughs> Mandatory steroids. Mandatory steroids. Okay, okay. By the way, did I tell you guys why the chicken crossed the road? Because oh, it was. What? Smarter than Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins? Haskins. <laughs> Dwayne or just because it's not Dwayne Haskins, right? Just it's not Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> so it made it across. I don't know. I just, it just came, I just came to my mind right now. Oh man, I don't know. That thing's got more legs than. than it's I never gonna die. I will it's be more legs than that five does, years from now. It's never gonna die. Never gonna die. No pun intended. <laughs> you know, obviously. All right, so uh, let's move it along. Here, we're gonna spend a little more time on general issues today because these weekend series suck. Yeah, um, yeah. Terrible. Pap, have you, you know, you you pitched for a good while in the major leagues. Have you ever seen a team as bad as these Cincinnati Reds? Because this is like yes, historically I bad. I mean, this team splits the first season of the year against the Atlanta Braves. And then since then, they've won one game. They're on pace to go, what, 20 and 142 at this 20 point? 20 and 142. Um, the amount of improvement it would take to just get to 40 wins is Herculean at this point. I, I mean, what what the fuck is going on, man? Well, it's a bunch of Meyer leaguers playing big leaguers. I mean... Thank you! Colin Moran? Mean, look, what? At the end of the day, they, they stand no chance. Um, it remind, it, it kind of reminds me of the old school Tampa, the Devil Rays. Are they still called the Devil Rays? I'm not even yeah, sure. No, but. they're just the Rays now. People don't yeah, have this. We're, we're getting rid of abortion and stuff. We can't have the devil in anything anymore. So. Oh, true, true. Yeah, <laughs> we're like I was saying earlier. We're going to transgender. The whole world is changing. But, yeah. you know, here's the deal. I honestly am going to make a bold prediction right now. Okay? Oh, shit. The Cincinnati Reds will demolish the major league record for the most losses in a season this year. Well done. How's that going out on a limb? That seems I mean, to be they might do no, yeah, it in right. August, right? They might have that done by August. You're right. right? I, but you know what? I am loving it. I am loving it because if it's great. you're a gambler and you're not making money off the Reds right now, find a new day job. Yep. And, and just uh, to be clear, that record is 120 losses in a season by the Mets. Okay. So they're on pace. They are well ahead of that pace. They're on yeah, pace yeah. 
to lose 142 games. Does Charlie Sheen just come out to Wild Thing eventually, right? Does he just come out and – I mean, he play? is a big Reds fan. It is possible that somehow he gets a, a deal. Just get, listen, uh, listen to this. Okay, this is their lineup today. I want you to listen to this. Friedel is leading off playing right field. Friedel. Uh, Drury is playing second base, batting second. Tommy Pham, the team's savior, is playing – Left field batting third. Mustakas, who couldn't hit his way out of a wet paper bags, batting cleanup. Tyler Stevenson, good little young prospect who will never be with the Reds more than a couple more years. Catching Colin Moran at first. Some Reynolds guy that the Mets cut that we decided to pick up is starting at shortstop. Um, Dawson is DHing, who allegedly used to play for the Astros. Never heard of him. Um, I don't know who that is. He's DHing. Another guy I don't know who is Almora is playing center field, and then uh, Hunter Green's pitching. That's Wait, your is big. That, isn't that team. Albert Almora from the Cubs last year? Isn't that him? I, is that right? I, honestly, I, I have no idea. I think that's I, I'll, I'll do some more research on it, but pretty um, sure that's him. It, it, does that it's make it better or worse? It, when you look at this Reds team, I, I can't. Other than Pittsburgh and Arizona, can they be competitive? Even competitive. Against any other teams, like the Orioles, it's not that line. I mean, their their rotation, their pitching as a team, their staff is has an ERA of over six. So you can have. I mean, we could talk about the shitty bats, but when you're when you're when your entire pitching staff has an ERA over six, that's insane, especially in baseball. Run higher than teams are batting over two eighty against the against the Reds. Two eighty in baseball is insane to give up as a team batting average. Their team batting average is like what two hundred two, two hundred six. Yeah, two hundred six. I mean, it's putrid. And, and Pat, I, I'm sure you've never been on a team even close to this bad. Um, but you know, you I'm sure you've went through losing streaks and stuff, but like this has to just be demoralizing in the clubhouse. Like, this can't be fun for these guys. Like, and if they're not loose and excited to play, it's only gonna get worse. I mean, this is this is unbelievable how it's bad the best story yeah, in sports. it is, it is, especially for the gamblers out there. But like here, here's the thing is, man. When you're on a bad team, it makes everything just miserable, man. It, it, and it's, it's um, you know, you, you're almost like depressed feeling, man. It's like, do yeah. I have to go through this again? And, that's and you know what's going to happen. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. And you, you're just sitting there saying to yourself, you're call- look, I, if it's me, I'm calling my agent every single day. And He's going to get ask you, Pat, because early in your career you were on good teams with Boston. You you know you were fortunate to be on on really competitive teams. Later in your career, with with Washington and Philadelphia, the teams got got worse. Yeah. How so Joey, I, how does Joey Votto feel here, man? I don't know. I don't know how Joey Votto feels. I think he feels pretty good. He's he's right ready to ride into the sunset. Uh, you know, for me, I went to my agents and Ruben Mara Jr. I said, get me out of this Phillies team. We're headed nowhere. I gave up $2 million to get traded. You know, so um, for me, it, it was a, a necessity just to get out of that rut, man. And on the field, off the field, just it just seems like it, it just seems like the world is just crushing down on you every day when you have to show up to the ballpark. I mean, which which is only going to cause more pressure on you to and you're going to perform worse. I mean, like you're never going to yeah. perform good when you're in that state of mind, man. It, it's yeah. got to be just. 
It's got to be miserable. bad, too. Imagine the Reds. You show up to Miami, right? You see a few girls out at the club, and they're like, oh, you're a professional baseball player? And they're like, yeah, I play for the Reds. And they're like, oh, never mind. And they just reject you. You're a professional baseball player. Unless you're Jonathan just, India. I think Jonathan <laughs> India is probably slaying whatever. Can you yeah, call probably... yourself a professional baseball player if you play for the Reds? Is that fair? Uh, There's a couple. Yikes. Jonathan yikes. India, Votto. And neither uh, one of them is on the field. But, what about the fighting Morans? We used to call the Pirates the fighting Morans. Colin Moran is their best player right now, right? Besides Joey Votto. <laughs> is it called? Well, Joey Votto's on the hey, they, I yeah. will say this. The only thing that all these minor league kids are not complaining about is they're getting service time. Yeah. And they're just, you know, hey, this yeah. might be my only time well, to rack up service time. So, And and, and that's funny too, Pep, because you say that. But when you look at this team, this isn't a bunch of young kids getting service time. These are old, washed-up shitheads that shouldn't yeah. be in well, the league like, anymore. That's, that's my point is they're all trying to get to their 10 years so they can get yeah. a full pension. Yep. And, they're, and God and bless some them. Of them might be, some of them might be saying, shit, this is the only team I could be on. Yeah, bring it on. You know, I, I'll suck every day. Get me another year of my pension. Like I being mean, a teacher. I've literally said to Brian, this feels like the plot of the movie Major League. Like, yes. you have an owner who before the season came out and said, we'll move the team if you don't like it. You yeah, put where out are you going to go? team full of minor leaguers. You're losing at a historic clip. You just don't have the lovable aspect of it. You know, I would fall in love if their owner just cut everybody and went straight to the Cincinnati penal system. And they remade the movie live here. Like, I mean, this would be—it would be the greatest season of Major League Baseball if the owner did that. I already think it is. This is my favorite story in sports: watching the Reds lose every day. I when you just see things you never see, right? It's fun. And it's we're fun. Plus money on those double results every single every day. day. I, I mean, I, I can't. I mean, I that, bet it today. They're losing badly. Like, badly. hey, so Brian, bad. Brian. Right. Explain the double result here for, for our, our fans that may not know on Cincinnati okay. how you've been raking. So so the double results, I'm getting plus money every day. It means the team that's playing the Reds, I'll bet them to win the first five innings and the full game. So it does have you have to win the first five innings to cash the bet. But I mean it's the starting pitching so bad. Because every team is heavy favored against the Reds, and it's minus one fifty to minus two fifty against the Reds. There's no value there. But if you bet those teams that are minus 220, like I I got the Dodgers who are minus 220 favorites against the Cincinnati Reds. I got them at plus 140 one day when on a double result when they were playing the Reds, and they smashed their brains in. It's it's absurd. We're getting, it's absurd. We're getting 125 today, and they just you lost 18 what, to 4. Yesterday. Do you know what this double result is on the season against the Cincinnati Reds? So 20 and 4. It's <laughs> no. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And they won four. One of them was against the Dodgers when Hunter Green pitched, and that was they were tied 0-0 after five. They still lost. And the other three were the first series of the year against the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, it was it was their three wins. It was the two against the Braves and the one against the Cardinals. But they don't um, they don't win a series this year, right? No, no, no. they don't win a series. Right. Well, we'll find out this weekend because they play the Pirates. I mean, that's their only hope, right? The Pirates of the Marlins? Yeah. I plan on making a lot of money this weekend because the Pirates' double results Uh. are going to be outrageous. Oh, yeah. All right, let's let's wrap it up here with some best bets for the weekend. Kyle, let's go to your favorite segment, Pissing Off Pat. 
Pissing off Pap with some stats here. Here today, we go. Look, I'm not trying to take Brian Stunder, so I'll let him go to the – I mean, I already bet it, the Brewers' double result. I know Hunter Green's on the mound, but I'll let uh, Brian go over that. But Adrian Hauser certainly has the pitching advantage there. But how about the – the Phillies were another team I wanted to take a double result, but I didn't do that because you can't trust the bullpen. But what you do have is Aaron Nola on the mound, a weighted 595 three-year OPS against a team he has absolutely smashed in the Mets 40. 47 and 52 in his last three starts against the Mets going up against Tywin Walker, who ever since he was shamelessly put on that all-star team last year has been absolutely God awful awaited 783 OPS, nothing more than 18 fantasy points and four consecutive starts against the Mets. So I am going to take the Phillies minus 0.5 in the first five innings at minus 115. Uh, that is my second favorite play today. Uh, of course, the Brewers' double result is the other one. And one more play that I like. You have two good starting pitchers on the mound today. Shane McClanahan against Seattle. Weighted 648, three-year OPS here. He absolutely smashes this lineup, has a 13% advantage. If you take those three-year numbers, I know Pap loves these stats. Against Robbie Ray going up against the Rays here. A 630-weighted three-year OPS. It's the lowest combined three-year OPS on the card between two starting pitchers. The combined the lineup tonight is 226 in their lifetime, 31 of 137 off array. I like the under three and a half runs in the first five innings at even money. <laughs> All right. Happy we got any time left? We got any time left on the show? <laughs> we do. Brian, what do you what do you like? Uh first and foremost, uh for the weekend, I'm double resulting the pirates every game. Um, that's a no-brainer. I'm gonna ride that until I'm either out of money or can rich get rich and retire i'm actually i think i'm i thought about this last night i think i'm going to be able to put my kids through college just on these double results against the reds this year this is absurd you might be um yeah. so today obviously brewers double result against the reds plus 125 absolutely stupid uh money for that against especially this reds lineup um unfortunately pap i'm going against the red Sox today otani's on the mound against that bum rich hill uh double result there is paying out uh, 120. Um, then I'm taking the Blue Jays double result. They're playing the Guardians today. Barrios is on the mound. Love that kid. Love his stuff. Uh, and I love the Blue Jays because uh, that's where I'm going. Phil Castellini, my Blue Jays hat is arriving today, I think. And I'll be in the Rogers Center in a couple months. So take that. Uh, last but not least today, uh, Astros, Irkwoody's on the mound against the Tigers. Tigers are kind of bums. Astros are just okay, but they're getting plus one forty-five. I like that number today, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm hitting with. That we got. Yeah, I like it. I, I, some of them I don't like. I don't like the Astros. Uh, I got to see more from the Astros there, Brian. Um, I do. My my two plays this weekend would be double results, but not with your Reds. I like the Blue Jays and the Guardians. Mm -hmm. Yep. Blue Jays are going to rake the Guardians pitching staff, and uh, I like them. I also, I, you know, Brian, I do like the double results with the Reds, um, but the Pirates. I, the, I no, they're either. terrible. They're terrible. Yeah, but 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 they like pull that one or two games out of their ass. So, hey, look, if you're gonna bet the Reds, you keep betting them. I like that. You don't come I'm off betting of against them. You stay on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. You're betting against. It, <laughs> If you're going to be consistent with that, you stay with them all year. Um, I, I'm I'm more on the Blue Jays this weekend. I like Blue Jays three game double results. You're going to take home money this weekend that way. Speaking of as bad as the Pirates are, because they're terrible, we can all agree on that, right? Mm -hmm. 
they they've won 10 games this year. The Reds have won three. That's just how bad the Cincinnati Reds are. To, to give you an idea, the Pirates have the third worst run differential in baseball at minus 37. The Reds run differential, minus 82. <laughs> minus 82. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Good job, Reds. Start scouting the penal system. <laughs> Should All we right. ever send some videos into Cincinnati, see if we can get on that rotation? I'll go out there and fucking shut it for him. Could no, pitch you wouldn't want to pitch for him, guys. I, Pap I tell you. could pitch for that yeah. team tomorrow. Pap, is there yeah. a number? Is there a number that could get you out of your house to go pitch for the Reds right now? Yeah, uh, after taxes, twenty million. Oof. They're not paying that. Their whole payroll is like yeah. a little over <laughs> there. You that. Go. Yeah, isn't there? I'd, like go, I'd go for twenty mil after taxes. Other than that, my sanity is worth more. Mm. Amen. I think you'd Amen, lower your ERA by about a run and a half by yourself. Plus, you'd have to live in Cincinnati. No one wants to fucking live in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not no a bad one team. wants to eat that bullshit chili and live in yeah, Cincinnati. Gross. Gross. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week, Thursday, noon Eastern, with more baseball talk. We're out. We'll see you then.